Blog Talk Radio. The Phoenix is rising. The Phoenix is rising. Say what? The Phoenix is rising. The Phoenix is rising. The Phoenix is rising. It's rising, rising, rising. The Phoenix is rising, 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 rising. The Phoenix is rising, rising, rising. The Phoenix is rising, is rising, rising, rising. Hello, everyone. Welcome to our show today, Warrior of Compassion Reflections, where we reflect on the current events of the day. After being censored, beat down, and betrayed, the voice of freedom still speaks out, not only here, but all around the world. Join us as we bring the truth to you on Warrior of Compassion Reflections where we reflect on the current events of the day, not only from the progressive viewpoint, but the humanitarian viewpoint, because sometimes being human, religiously, caring, loving, having a heart that is gentle, that is fleshy, that bleeds, is what's most important. In our society, when one begins to become a human like that, when one becomes loving and kind and tender and one begins to treat people who are disenfranchised in ways that are loving, they're often called socialist or they're called communist. Then all they really are are people walking in love and compassion and justice instead of fear anger and greed. So join us as we reflect on these things, on this dilemma and the way that we are forced to live in a world that doesn't accept the power of love many times. Welcome to our show. holiday season is here. 
It's been here for quite some time. It began with Kwanzaa. Now we're moving towards winter solstice, Yule, Christmas, Kwanzaa, or the other many holidays that exist during this time of winter, the darkest time when it's getting colder, I think. And when the year is supposed to be changing according to our calendar. All of these holidays have one thing on in common that we usually don't discuss. And the reason I think we don't discuss these things is because there are so much distraction. Many people argue and fight over these distractions. One of the main ones being something silly like taking Christ out of Christmas or saying happy holidays instead of Merry Christmas. But as I said before, and as you can find anywhere, many holidays are taking place. So why wouldn't one want to say happy holiday? Why wouldn't one want to consider other people's feelings and the fact that other people are celebrating different holidays and deserve to have a happy holiday? So we find these distractions all over the place nowadays. And I think that's why so many people getting tired and frustrated. Some people are getting angry, fighting, shouting, making all kinds of noise. The problem with that is that usually it just doesn't solve anything. In fact, being angry for too long makes one's body used to that anger and it makes the body need that anger in order to gather the strength that the body needs to survive in the world, to fight against all of the pressures and the oppression. That is normal and constant and we can't do anything about. So anger becomes an addiction and at the same time, it becomes something that destroys families, relationships, governance, and even the body over time. There are many, many diseases like heart failure, stroke, and many other ones that come as a result of prolonged anger. So I think anger is not the right reaction. But when we find ourselves in situations that are helpless, what do we do? How do we find a way out? When we have governments that just don't seem to listen to us, to us anymore, how do we find a way out? When we have neighbors, people who are close to us or people who are of our country who seem to despise us to the point that they would rather starve the whole nation than to help heal the brokenhearted, set the captives free, and live in the spirit of Christmas. What can we do about that? 
what can we do about those who hate other race or gender, if not in Lord indeed, the ones who hate other one's sexual orientation, or the many other factors that makes one a unique expression of the divine. How do we live in a world where we struggle with these things without losing ourselves in pain, suffering, and anger? These are the questions that we need to ask ourselves. And I think if we don't find an answer to these questions, we as the human species will not be around very long. One of the ways to solve these problems is to be quiet, to shut up, to go along with the program and not allow anyone to say anything that is disagreeable, even if it is truth. I'm reminded of a job I had once for this small carpet cleaning company. I got this job a long time ago out of college because it had the promise of being a management training program. And so it was cleaning carpets with this big thing that looked like a buffer almost. We'd fill the bath with water and it would create foam as we cleaned the carpets. First, we had to use a heavy duty wet and dry vac to clean the dirt out of the carpet. And then we would use this foam shampoo machine. Then we'd use the wet dry back again to get up any moisture. It was a very good process, but it took a lot of time and very labor intensive. And one of the main objectives once we got in the house was to sell more service. And so we'd come in early in the morning and we'd take these little pieces of square paper and we'd do soil tests about every foot along the carpet, we would put these little squares and we would take our vacuum cleaner and we would use that to suck up any type of dirt and dust that was in the carpet. We'd do it on mattresses, we'd do it on drapes, everything that was a fiber, even though they might only want us to do one area rug. But this was a service we said we offered and as we wrote down the condition of all of these things, the promise was that if there was ever a fire or anything like that, that they should be could be used by the insurance companies to evaluate the money that people would receive. So many businesses loved that. Many people loved it. To some people, it was just a nuisance. I guess it helped a lot by letting us know what was dirty and what was not dirty. It helped more, however, when we went to the person, showed them the samples, and we gave them our sales pitch about how much damage was being done 
to the fabrics in their carpet, depending on how much dirt there was. We would often go through these things in order to get the person to get more done. We offer them a carpet protector, like Scotch Gord or something like that. And we were constantly throughout the day as we were cleaning, going back to the customer, trying to get them to add one more thing. It was a rough job. Sometimes we were working 12 or 13 hours a day. We were totally exhausted driving from one house to the next, especially during the holidays. People knew that we were getting frustrated, the management, so they had a policy in place where we could not say anything that was negative. We could not use the words bad or hard. We could use words like excellent to describe things, and that which was bad we had to call less than excellent. Everything had to be super or excellent or less than excellent. But if we said bad or terrible or made any negative statement, we had a big jug in the meeting room and we had to put a penny in that jug. Now, when the pennies in that jug made that jug full, we had some type of party or something at the end of the year. The main part about this operation was that none of us could ever talk about the bad things that were happening to us because of this job. We were using many different chemicals, some that were so powerful that they were making us lose weight rapidly, making people sick. Some were possibly carcinogenic. People's families were falling apart as they were working six days a week, 14 hours a day. But we couldn't say any of that. We couldn't share any of that information. We became brainwashed and shaped by what we were allowed to say. That, I think, is what happens when we are just told not to talk about the issues. Because you see, once we started to talk about the issues, sometimes outside of the office, we started coming up with solutions. As long as we didn't talk, however, we kept going along. Going along, people sick. Some people's marriage is breaking up. Who knows the long-term effects? People getting so exhausted that they ran into something while they were driving. All of these things were happening. All of them. But we couldn't deal with them because of our silence. That is how our culture is sometimes they tell us that our tongue has the power to create things, and they tell us that we shouldn't speak of anything negative because we're actually creating those things in our lives. They give us all kinds of examples. I don't believe those examples, though, and I don't think anyone should. 
to think that just saying positive things will make those things happen is somewhat ridiculous. It's a way of reinforcing a superstition, reinforcing what is known as a behavior modification ratio called a random ratio. In behavior modification, you have all these different ratios. If you watch a person perform a certain behavior and you give them a reward for it, they're likely to re- keep doing that behavior over and over again. If you give them a fixed ratio every time they do the behavior, they're likely to do it, but if you give them when it varies, they don't know when they're going to be rewarded for it. They even become more likely to carry out the behavior, working hard for that reinforcement. If our behavior becomes saying positive things all the time, giving positive affirmations and all of that over and over and over again, just by coincidence, what we are after may occur, and we will think that we brought it about by saying it when it was going to happen anyway. We just observed the time we got the reward, and we ignored all of the struggles and all of the times we said that affirmation and didn't get anything, and it becomes a superstition. We find ourselves living in untruth not realizing that it is not the speaking that brought us anything, but that the work that we did, the knowledge we gathered, the rolling up the sleeves and applying that is what brought us the success, not just saying anything over and over and over again. In order to be successful, One has to work at it. And whether they say good, pleasing things or not, if they do the right work and behave the way necessary in order to accomplish what they're trying, it's going to work. Yes, we live in a universe of energy and a universe of spirit, but we also live in a physical world. And this physical world has certain properties, certain laws. And if we apply those laws and understand those properties, they work. And the more we understand the properties and uh, behavior, the, the better it works. So... What am I saying? I'm saying what's necessary is not to ignore things that are happening or not talk about them. What's necessary is to talk about them in order to decide how we can make them better together. And our world made of stone, though, and with the new gurus on the scene, positive spin gurus, 
who won't be hearing this. And they may even close doors to you if you say it too many times. some things that you just cannot say. And as I think about this, I think of some of my experiences lately on social media, especially Facebook. I used to always see these posts where these people said that they were in Facebook jail. They were banned from posting for two, three, four days, sometimes for a week or two on Facebook because they said something that made the editors or the AI or whatever it is that monitors Facebook angry. So they were kicked out of the Facebook community for a few days. I found it very interesting because it had never happened to me. I was amazed at it, as a matter of fact, until one day when I started speaking out against imperialism, and I was told that I couldn't post. I was in the Facebook jail. And then when I was speaking out against racism, when a person made a statement saying that if we'd have kept you black people as slaves, the economy would have been good. When I spoke out about that, I was put in Facebook jail. I noticed how strict it got after all the hearings and all the threats and the people talking about how bad Facebook was because it was unsafe. I noticed that the things that were troubling, the things that were painful, the things that were dangerous, just sat there. They were allowed to be posted without interference. The people who said something against them suddenly became the enemy. The people who were good, the people promoting health, the people promoting love and patience and kindness were the ones being punished, shut down and silenced, mainly because the power structure who agreed with the other statements were the ones who were taking Facebook to task every day. And so they bent their will, went along with it, and began to persecute those who were really working to promote justice. Not in a horrible way or mean way, but in a way that would help create a healthy country and a world. 
so that led me to go somewhere else. Because you see, here's the problem. If you become dependent on a format or dependent on some platform to connect with the other people and to run your business. Some people even get rid of their websites and open up Facebook pages. They put all their cards in the table with Facebook. Communication with everyone. They use Messenger and FaceTime and all of that. And if you put all of that in a platform and they randomly can throw you out and expel you, they can cause a great deal of damage to you and your business. So you either have to remain silent in the face of injustice in order to survive and give up all the holy work you've been doing working on that platform. I'm not going to do that. To me, the most important thing is constancy. One cannot just randomly kick people out like a dictator or an autocrat over and over again and expect them to keep coming back, bowing down and enslaving themselves. And that is where this Facebook thing is moving especially when it talks about this meta world. Imagine investing all this time and money in this so-called meta and being there and having a, a avatar and working in there and creating a whole community somewhat and then you get kicked out for no reason and you can't challenge it. That's stealing your life if you really get very involved with it. It's a way of brainwashing, a way of theft, a way of mental manipulation and enslavement. That's not the case as long as one is able to speak and is not just ejected when they say something that's not popular. But that's not the case. So what I did is I went to something called Minds.com. At Minds.com, you can get in there and you will not be censored. They say what you feel. People fight. People argue and everything. And people learn through the discourse. So instead of shutting down points of disagreement, that often can lead to clarity when people argue and fight and discuss them. They allow it to happen. I've been so moved by this minds thing. I put a link in our comment section down below. And you can join minds.com for nothing, of course, and they are expanding all the time. And if you really want to put ads up or just to talk openly without being afraid of what to say, try minds.com. You can go and register. You won't find it 
on many platforms because Google basically has put up a app in the store that doesn't work. It doesn't allow you to post online. You can only look. So it's incomplete. And most of the other social, um, social platforms that are owned by the same people try to stop you from being able to get to mines because it's non-profit and in competition with them. But if you really want to have conversations without it being interfered with, I would suggest you hit that link down below. Go to mines and sign up and really begin to make some posts and bring it to life so it becomes more popular than Facebook. Facebook is becoming more autocratic each and every day. You know, point where we're starting again. Second thing, as it steps more and more to the right, beyond the right, to total control. Thank you for being with us at the show. And we'll be with you again soon. Namaste, folks. The Phoenix is rising. The Phoenix is rising. Say what? The Phoenix is rising. The Phoenix is rising. The Phoenix is rising. It's rising, rising, rising. The Phoenix is rising, rising, rising.